everyone. Welcome to the Game Gravy Rewind Podcast. This is Michael speaking, and this is episode 30. And with me, I have Anthony, Jeff, and Chris. What up? What up, dude? How's it going? All right. Now, I'll lead it off with what I've been playing. Let's do that. Yep, I've been playing... Well, I played two games. I played Tales from the Borderland, episode two, um, Atlas Mugged. And that's I played that on the PS4. That's Telltale's latest game, and it basically picks up where the episodes of or the events of episode one left off, where you are captured by a bounty hunter, and you are retelling the tale of how you got to where you were at. Um, so it it you, you start out playing together. You're in the base of where you just fought Bossa Nova and defeated him in the first episode. Spoiler alert. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> so you you finally get to see a little bit more of handsome Jack's hologram in the in the beginning of the episode, and then you see there's a pretty um, funny scene with Fiona and needing to extract a certain body part from a dead person um, to use to to get into a box. So um, th- that's a pretty funny scene. Then there's a really cool chase scene after that, and then you you both split up. And then there's another really cool chase scene. You get back together, and there's a really cool cliffhanger, and that's where the episode ends. It's about uh, 45 minutes long. Uh, My my biggest complaint is that it took four months for them to get this out, and then we only have 45 minutes of gameplay. Which, I I guess if you're telling the story, and and you're just in it for the story, the story moves forward really well, and and the cliffhanger's really good. But, again, I I was expecting a little bit more after a four-month wait. Especially when you have Game of Thrones that come out like once every month. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I, I was kind of hoping they would finish the, the Tales from the Borderland before the Handsome Jack collection came out. Remake alert. Um, <laughs> so so how many times... Like, we, we should keep a counter of how many, to, how many times we mention our remaster or remake during the show. This show or any show? Just, any. just this show. Because this one's pretty bad. Um, okay, but anyways, do you guys have any questions for me about that game? Because if not, I'm going to move forward. Uh, did you like it? Was it fun? Yeah, I, I like the story. Well, did you like the episode two better than one? No, episode. I only like episode one better because it actually like it felt like full fleshed, whereas this one felt really short. Okay, but but the chase scenes really cool in it. They had like a both chase scenes are really cool. You said how long about was it? About to play? it took like me about... forty five minutes to to complete it. That's kind of short. Yeah, I mean, it's it, the thing is, is like, if if you stretch it to an hour, it's five dollars for an hour. That that's really not that bad. <laughs> that's not that bad. If, if yeah, if, I mean, if you if you dollar an hour, yeah, and, dollar an hour and, for your entertainment. <laughs> and I'm pretty quick. I don't like really like. It's weird because I'm pretty. I'm normally like the guy that'll go around the room OCD like checking everything. With these games, I'm kind of like it, the puzzles. The puzzles are so simplistic that it's just like, okay, I know what I'm doing. You know, you're not. Yeah, I I stopped doing that too because you know you're not going to miss something because there's just nothing to miss. Actually, yeah. they don't hide things. Like and there's that. no achievements or anything. All, the only achievements are beat beat this chapter, beat this chapter, beat this chapter, finish the episode. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like there there's no like real purpose to even look around. Mm-hmm. It there it doesn't give you any any incentive. But yeah, so if you guys have no other questions, I'm gonna move on to Elliot's quest. Alright, sounds Fantastic. good. So, I've been also playing Elliot's Quest for the Wii U. Uh, I would The best way to describe this would be like a Metroidvania meets uh, Link's Adventure, or is that what it's called? Link's, yeah, Link's Adventure meets Kid Icarus. And it's kind of like all bundled into one little 8-bit package. And uh, it's from Play... Play... Any... No. Play Everywhere Games. That's what it is, because it's Pew. <laughs> They're... Um, <laughs> that, you. Yeah, that they're the little thing is Pew Games, so play everywhere, um, games, and so uh, I I don't remember the developer's name. I'm I'm sorry, but that's the publisher, and so the the game starts you off, and there's absolutely no hand holding at all. So it, it, it you feel like you're actually playing like an eight bit game. The only difference is is when you bought an eight bit game back in the day, you had a manual that was probably the size of a little magazine. So even though there was no hand-holding and no tutorial, you at least had some kind of, like, literature about the game or where to go. You had maps and stuff like this. So, like, it kind of throws you in there with, like, absolutely no know-how of what you're doing. 
So so after a little bit of like exploring, like because they don't really give you too many options of where to go, because it kind of cuts you off in Metroidvania style. So if, if you can't make a jump, you obviously know you can't go that way. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. So so like there'll be jumps that are too high that later on you'll get like angel wings, a la Kid Icarus. And um, you can make a double jump, and that'll get you a little bit higher. So, my my biggest like I, I'm enjoying it, and in, in the I like the arrow how the tra- trajectory like drops off. It's it's similar if you ever play Turtles Tale from um, Saturnine Games. It, it's similar because like that one you you're using like a super soaker, and the water kind of like tails off at the end. Well, this one does the same, but it's like with an arrow. So instead of like just flying to the edge of the screen like in a straight path, it actually takes like a trajectory. And you can level that up as well, so then you can make it. You could shoot further. Um, there, there's five things you can level up. You can level up the strength, which makes it go further. You can level up the rate that you shoot it. You can level up if you um, your crit hits. You could also level up if your mana pickups and your um, health pickups could. They may give you double, so that they gives you like a, um, a chance to get double health pickups, and so and you'll need them. Because the game's pretty rough, so you'll you'll notice like right from starting the game, it has the same kind of HUD as as, as a Zelda game. You have like your hearts, and you have like a little um, mana meter or magic meter, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the the game has the um, if if you play it on the TV screen, you'll have like the map and the inventory and stuff on the bottom. I did a lot of off screen play with it. Uh, that that's kind of like a good thing for me, considering I have an eighteen month old that watches a lot of tv so i, I could still play while she's watching her cartoons um but it, it, it the game looks looks like you know like an 8-bit game it, it doesn't i wouldn't say it looks any necessary better on the tv screen than the than off screen it, it, it kind of looks the same um th- but my my biggest complaint so far with the game is I, i'm about in the, i would say like the fourth level i guess like or the fourth like big area but it, the game's like kind of like really unstructured, so I, I I know it's by design, but I don't know if I like that. And and I mean unstructured by the fact that in the original Zelda, you can still go wherever you want, but it still has like level numbers. Like if you walk into Dungeon Three, it says level three. This game, if you walk into random level, it doesn't tell you if you're in the right or wrong place, and you could pretty much go anywhere. So like the only way you know you're in the right or wrong place is if you reach a part you can't get by. And by the time you reach a part you get you can't get by, you might be like halfway in the level, and then you're like, oh man, now I got to backtrack all the way out of the level. So it, and then like by the time you get back out of there, you know you you're just like you're kind of like fed up with it almost. Because I've reached a couple points where you like there's these crystals you have to collect, and I, I want to say there's probably like 20 crystals in the game, and and there I got to this point in one of the levels where you had to get four crystals to go further. I only had one, and I'm like, oh, now I gotta <laughs> I gotta leave the level. I gotta go around try to find these crystals, and it's you know. Well, it's like Zelda. You get to backtrack. No, this is like ridiculous backtracking <laughs> though. It, it, oh, really? it, it's yeah it's it's because i think it's because of the fact that it's not structured well like it uh, i'm but it, it, like well, yeah if you don't know where you're at you have no point of context to be like oh i think i was here but i don't remember if i was or not exactly and and i mean like there's just like random points on the map where like you just walk up against the wall and it'll show a question mark and you can go like into that area but and there's nothing else marking it but except for the fact that you were just walking against the wall and it popped up so it, it's it's just like very very unstructured, but I I still like the actual core gameplay of it. Like the core gameplay is great because it, it feels like you're playing like a Kid Icarus mixed with Zelda two, but with better controls. So it like in in the it's it's definitely good. It's a good tough difficulty. It's not like a overly tough difficulty just to to be a jerk. It it's more of like good combat based difficulty, where it's you know it, it, it's some good jumping and, and dodging. In order to in order to use it, and then like just like in a Zelda game too, though you'll get like items in a dungeon that you have to use to progress through the dungeon. Um, for instance, like the angel, like the uh, angel wings you'll get. You also um, in in town you can buy a lamp, so it'll you can go into darker areas. I'm trying to think of some of the other stuff I've gotten so far. Um, did you get the cat named Link? I, I saw him, but I I didn't I don't know how like to pick him up or or capture him, but I seen him like chilling in in like a room. Sorry for all the listeners. He, he was just talking to me about. He's like, oh, now I gotta go find someone's missing cat named Link. 
<laughs> so I, I just had to bring that up. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I found the I found the white cat, but I don't I don't know. There wasn't like anything. I don't know if it was just like placed in that room just as like a Easter egg, but. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it Probably so was. I'm enjoying it so far, but I feel like I've wasted so much time just walking around trying to figure out what to do next that it's kind of like that's kind of like dragging me down a little bit in it. But yeah, that's all I've been playing. So I'm uh, going to move on to Chris. All right, uh, I've been playing pretty much mainly Battlefield Hardline. Uh, I just finished a single player of it yesterday. I been live streaming the whole single player so if you want to check it out check out my twitch channel i'm pretty sure we'll probably be posting it up on the site yeah will we okay. yep we'll have to be careful about cinematics but yeah we'll we'll be getting it up soon okay um but yeah other than that that's pretty much all i've been playing yeah. is run a mill just straight up shoot 'em up shooter mainly about a good cop who's trying to take down bad cops mainly that's Pretty much it. How are you liking it? That's it's, some dangerous business right there. <laughs> I mean, it's it's okay. I mean, it's literally the, the whole single player you can easily just go through just with a handgun, which is I no. Find, I, I'm playing it right now. I'm just curious what you, if you like it or not. It, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I do like it. But when once you get to a point in the game where like something happens into where you're stripped from your usual duties and you start doing something different, but you're still, you can still have that stealth factor where you're sneaking up behind people and arresting them, which I found weird. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. What? Yeah. I'll have to get there. Yeah. So, stop at this. That like is. that seems like a pretty heavy spoiler alert game. So I, I think you should probably not get too in detail. Yes, I, I noticed yeah. you were, I noticed you were trying to, to be very vague about things and that, and that's, that's fine. Yeah. I, I, I would say, I would say stick it there. Cause like I, I watched your first two episodes that you posted yeah. and the game's very, very, very cinematic. So, yeah. um, anything you would really say, like if someone wanted to play the game, like I could imagine like that, you know, if, if you went to do too much detail of the story that might ruin the experience for them. Yeah. So are those videos, the whole thing, the whole thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, I watched the whole yeah. first two chapters of him playing. Maybe I'll do it. I'll release them by the chapters that I finish. <laughs> yeah. There, there you go. That's fine. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh, oh, and and I just had one question for you, Chris. Absolutely. Uh, what 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 did you say you would give the order? <laughs> yeah, 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 Mike. I I can't agree with you on your seven point five. I'll give it probably a five. Honestly, Ooh. that's wow. That's oh. from low. the from yeah. the fanboy, <laughs> man. And that's yeah, I don't know. Made. Don't I, worry if if, I, if a crappy Nintendo game comes out, I'll give it a five too. <laughs> yeah, I just, All right, whatever. I, I had fun. I thought my review was. I talked about why I liked it, and I, the things I didn't like about it. I mean, yeah, and I read your review, and I liked the review. It's just, I for me, after I started to play the game for like two times. I cannot bring myself to play it anymore. I was like, I'm done. I, I did trade it in after the first playthrough. Because <laughs> <Yeah, so. laughs> yep. there was nothing new that was going to happen. That'll be on the bargain so. bin. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah let's go ahead and sure. move on to uh, Jeff and what he's been playing. All right. Um, well, it's not a secret of anything, but I'm still playing Monster Hunter. Um, <laughs> just saying, um, you know, my, my goal is to get B rank and everything else. I'm a certified G, if that means anything. No, jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually been playing Final <laughs> Fantasy Type-0 and the Final Fantasy 15. Oh, how are you liking that? Uh, Type-0 is very interesting. You can definitely tell it's a PSP game. Um, because, obviously, it was it was uh, a port from the, the PlayStation Portable over in Japan. And they did a good job visually. My biggest complaint with it right now is the camera. Because, um... Hmm. It, it's there's no slider for sensitivity, so it's like the fastest of fast you can imagine with motion blur. And when you first start playing the game, it kind of makes you nauseous. At least it did me. So, um, and other than that, though, it's it's a very interesting game. You got 14 characters, which are your classmates and your class zero, and you go about running around to, um, you know. I guess, do all these different missions. It's a different structure and a different take on a Final Fantasy game because it's like a real-time fighting style, but you still have magic power and everything that you can use, you know, 
know, was to use for your special moves and everything else. But it, you can kind of consider it not like a hack and slash, but it definitely has that concept because you can kind of run in and just attack, attack, attack. So is it not turn-based? No, it is not turn-based at all. Um, Would you say it's more like Xenoblade? No, because even Xenoblade, you don't you don't freestyle attack. You you still select uh, something from like a like a selector bar, and it still kind of does it for you, like an MMO style. That's what Xenoblade's like. Yeah. It has the running around style kind of like Xenoblade, uh, but it definitely seems more confined, as in like it was fit for a PSP. You know what I mean? Like where there's like um, it'll have a lot of the same areas you're running through kind of look, and they're like straightforward or a little turn here, a little turn there. So it's very corridor styled in my in so, what I've experienced. So would you say that the combat system and how it's play the gameplay wise, would you say they wanted to get the fans ready for like this is what the kind of gameplay is going to be like in Final Fantasy 15? No, actually it is nothing like 15. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll go into that actually a little bit, but I'll, the last thing I'll push on Type Zero though, the story. Do not if you ever end up playing the game, do not play it for the story. Play it for the actual combat because the combat's a lot of fun, and once you get it down, it's it's really awesome to master. But um, but other than that, the other thing I've been playing is the the Final Fantasy 15 demo, episode Disguise or how I don't I even know how to say it. I'm totally murdering it, but um. Graphically, the game's amazing. It looks incredible. The way the uh, the voice acting is, where the characters interact with each other throughout doing everything, is phenomenal. How it seems like they... It's like you're just listening to a bunch of friends bicker or, you know, attack and do this, do this, do that. And it's just... The way they put it together, they did a stellar job. Uh, the lighting effects are absolutely incredible. Uh, especially because it goes from day and night cycles while you're running around, and once it goes to nighttime, the enemies seem to be a little bit harder. And of course, it's harder to see, and all you have is a little flashlight that's kind of flashing out of your like your pocket on your on your, I guess your coat. <coughs> and uh, <coughs> excuse me. And it, it's it's very a high-strung type of game though, because it's definitely the the same kind of hack and slash style, kind of like Type Zero, but there's so much more to it because you're all about focusing on um, like you, the way your weapons materialize, because you actually have no weapons at all, at all. So all your weapons that you want to use, they all materialize as you go to attack. So you can change how they are, whether it's going to be like a spear or a big sword or, you know, more like small swords. So it's, it, it's all about how you need to perceive the battle and how you run through it. So it's... This is the Final Fantasy that we've been waiting for. Let me just put it that way. And from, from my impression on 15, it's the one that we've been waiting for. And the worst thing about the demo is I have to wait for the full one to release. That's what I've experienced so far. So. Sounds like a good thing. It is. And the demo is actually really long. It's, let's see, I'm about three and a half hours into the demo, and I'm not done with it yet because I'm exploring Holy everything. Holy crap. Yeah, no, and, and you can save your game, which is awesome. So I can save my game and go back to it later whenever I want. Um, but it's, it's, it's a long demo. There's a lot to be had in the demo if you want to actually experience what there is. It definitely feels like a tech demo, though. It definitely does. But if this is just a little small taste of what's to come, I'm very excited for it. Can't wait. So we probably won't see that until 2016, probably, or 2017. <laughs> well, it's, it's definitely not coming this year. And now that, no. that brings me up to my point. I don't, I don't even know what to expect. It's either going to be Final Fantasy 15 next year. Or it's going to be Kingdom Hearts 3. I ha it's probably not going to be both. So I don't know which one's coming out next year. I, I doubt they'll release two huge games in one year like that. Well, they could use the money, so maybe they will. <laughs> yeah, well, if they really need money that bad, a remaster of 7 would do them justice. That's it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's all we need. <laughs> Hey, I'm two. adding that to the yeah, checklist. Yeah, that, right no, that's actually that's actually four. Because let me get this straight before we moved on. Now, Final Fantasy Type Zero or whatever, that's a remake of a remake. Well, yeah, that's true. Remake. It's an HD remake of the PSP version. Okay, so it's still a remake. Well, I'm counting one, okay, two, three, so, four, so five, six, That's only three. That's only we're on eight. No, we're on overall. We're on three. So I've been counting since the beginning. <laughs> what other remasters? I, I have a checklist. Anytime you said it, no, I'm you, checking I, it. That's three, that's three <laughs> games, though. Come on, man. 
Anyway, so what have you been playing, Mike? Oh, you know, I've been playing a little bit of this and that. Um, <laughs> I've been playing uh, Battlefield Hardline on PlayStation 4. I got that for $14 from Best Buy, uh, which is awesome because of the, the order trade-in that you guys were talking crap about. Um, <laughs> and I've been, I've been liking it. I've been playing single player as well. I haven't gotten too far, but I'm in, like, I think Chapter 2. Um, but uh, it seems to be very cinematic, and, yeah, it takes time to play through certain areas. But the cool thing is there's good pause sequences where it's it saves so much that you like you can leave off where you left off super easy. Um, and it's been fun. Uh, the other game I've been playing is Eddie wound up popping by the other day, and we beat Hotline Miami, the first one. And that was pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it took a while to, to beat through it, but we stayed up all night, and we beat the first one, and we played like a good chunk of the second one. Um Hotline Miami 2, wrong number. And it's pretty awesome. They've improved the game quite a bit. Uh, you have a plethora of characters that you can choose from, from like Tony to Mark, Alex and Ash. Um, and you can use Alex and Ash at the same time when you unlock them. And then uh, Corey, the guy with the zebra mask. So they all do different things too, which is awesome. And they're all wearing different masks. Um, but yeah. So I've been playing that. So is it co op? Uh, no, it's single player. We were taking is it co-op? It. No, it's it's not. So, it's single okay. player still, but they've improved gameplay where it's the graphics look better, even though it's still eight bit. But um, like for instance, Mark who wears the bear mask, he has two automatic Uzis, and you literally can hold them sideways and point down opposite ends of the hallway, so you can shoot people that way. Um, and he can hold extra ammo caches which is pretty cool so you can have more ammo to, to do with them and alex and ash the the swan mask twins um one of them is holding a chainsaw and the other one has a pistol so you can literally have the guy with the pistol cover you and get in and out of rooms if you can get close corner um fighting skills in you can chainsaw them and if you can't get to them and they're all the way on the opposite side uh ash will come in and shoot them which is pretty awesome nice and eddie's doing the review for that yeah he's doing the review for that one Cool. So is, there any, is that all you've been playing then? Yeah. All right. Awesome. So let's go ahead and just uh, jump into some news, and then we will get to our contest winner. Woo! <laughs> so that means you got to listen to the whole podcast. Actually, let's do our contest winner first. How about that? So they have to go right. to the middle of the podcast. There you go. Ooh. Or are you just going to tell them? <laughs> no, I'm not going to tell them. <laughs> all right. Um. Yeah. Tell them to send us an email. Whoever wins, if they want their code, listen yeah. to the podcast. So let's go ahead. We'll jump into listener question then. So um, we had a vote on it, and um, yeah, Mike, you missed the vote. Sorry. So uh, I did not get a vote. It, it so doesn't matter. All it's not the, official. The, the three of us were all in agreement. <laughs> all right. So, um, how was the how was the question worded, Chris? It was worded. Uh, how do we feel about? 2015 2016 games being dropped from last gen i believe that was the question okay yeah well, that's a good question all right i'll agree yes with that. that that's why we, we chose that that was our question we went with so you are right. um I, and that was from dylan devito you are now the proud owner of one free month of ea access um for but, one month for one month but let's go ahead and answer your question. Uh, I, I guess I'll go ahead and start it off, and then we'll we'll pass it around the the proverbial room. <laughs> and um, I think it's a great thing. I think that developers holding on to last gen systems was. I mean, I can't really say it was holding back sales of the systems because they're still selling. I think it's holding back the capability of the systems. Be- yeah, and the software and games. I think absolutely. It, it's it's so like they're they're still using next or last gen technology in the newer games because they still haven't moved on and they they need to make it as easy to port over as possible. So I, I think now that they're finally dropping support of the the last gen games, finally we'll uh, we'll actually get to see some maybe new gameplay experiences. How do you guys feel? Well, I agree. This could be a good thing and could be a bad thing. Good thing, man, because the fact of like, yeah, we actually get them. They're focusing on the new games. They're focusing on these current gen games and whatnot. But it could also be a bad thing with the fact that they're like, oh, we want to remaster. We want to put that towards 
that we want to put that on a next gen system and all that kind of stuff and it brings up the whole remaster feel to it and it's just like really mm-hmm. so you can't come up with the new games I think that like it could be a good thing for new gen console owners because it will get them the titles they want and the software should be in the spot that it should be in the next gen development cycle it's a bad thing for people that are holding on to the old systems and not upgrading because they're going to start losing out on newer titles. And if they haven't made the switch to PlayStation 4 or Xbox One or even Wii U for that matter, um, then they're not going to they're not going to get any of the new titles. So I guess it depends on what side of the fence you're sitting on. Yeah, I, I actually I agree with all of you guys. I think it's actually a good move, um, especially with Anthony said. I, I think it it po- opens up doors that they should be utilizing for some of these titles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because just like you said, it, it holds back some of the opportunities that could could have arisen with some of the new titles. Um, exactly. Just progress. Exactly. Like think, Dying Light. You know? I'm pretty sure Dying Light, if they would have put it on the last gen, it would have been so watered down. It would have been disgusting. So, but I mean, mm-hmm. it's just one of those things. Now that they keep on taking things off, like uh, what is it, Mad Max? That's coming out, but now it's going to only be on next-gen, not old systems anymore. There's a bunch of other ones that are just jumping on only the next-gen bandwagon, which I think is a good thing. Because why, why else did we buy these new systems other than HD remakes? So, This is true. Because it's like Anthony said the other day, I mean, like, did I buy a PS4 or a PS3 remastered system? <laughs> I mean, well, but... I, I I think the biggest problem is is that the fact is is they they could have fixed that it, this whole issue with the remastered if they would have just made the system backwards compatible. Yeah, I agree with that too. But then again, if they did that, they probably had a whole entire agenda saying like, you know what, we can remaster all these games and make more money off of them. So I can guarantee you that was another reason why they didn't even think about putting it in there. Who cares about trying to save the consumer money? Because at the same time, they. they well, they probably were thinking about the longevity. And let's be honest, the 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 PlayStation family doing it is the is the worst crime of it because there's cross like platform games, so we know that their base their their infrastructure is pretty similar. Yeah, it has to be. I mean, granted, there's different things like you know different graphics card being used or different style of RAMs or whatever, like all the techno techno stuff. But other than that, though, it is pretty much the same same software they're using to make the games. Exactly. What were you gonna say, Chris? No, I was gonna say. I mean, it could be a very good thing. The fact that they actually end up doing that because you have a, if you have teams that are working on current gen and last gen systems, like games that went out, like kind of like um, let's say for instance, Battlefield Hardline that just came out. They could have, imagine if the whole team was actually working on the next gen product, it would have actually been a better game. Not saying that's a bad. It's a bad game. But it could even be better, or possibly come with better DLC or so- something like that down the road. Even the fact that it could have changed the fact of how Unity turned out and not have so many bugs in the game. If they had more people working on it, they would actually caught the problem ahead of time and then worked on it instead of being how crappy it was when it came out. Yeah, well, they had to, on, on Assassin's Creed Unity, they, they probably had to split their team in half. One part doing Rogue and the other part doing Unity. So they're both their teams weren't yeah. on on point. So I, I think that might have affected it as well. Yeah. Anyway, you want to throw any anything else in there, Mike? Before we move on. No, I'm good. I got all my points out. Okay, so we'll go ahead and uh, thanks for your questions. Um, congratulations, Dylan. And um, as a kind of a consolation, because I feel bad not answering any other questions, but we're going to wait till next week and we'll answer the other questions mm-hmm. that were asked next week. Um, one of them also one thing to know tailored to that you, code Mike, is for Xbox One. By the way, that that's all it's for. Yeah, yeah. just want to make EA sure access. You guys know that. EA access is only <laughs> Xbox One. Okay, yeah, and it's for but um okay. yeah the, the so next week you'll you'll have a you'll have a question that's catered to you. It's about uh, oh, okay. World of Warcraft, so you'll be able to answer that one. And then we'll answer the other question we got. Um, about Titanfall, I forget. Too. Oh, it was about Titanfall. Yeah, and we'll answer those both next week as kind of like a, a little consolation prize for them. 
so we can, we'll still talk about their questions because we you know uh, we we appreciate everybody that listens. We want to anyone that asks questions, we definitely want to answer. But since it was kind of like a contest week, we we just wanted to hit the one with the contest. So let's go ahead and uh, move on to the news. So um, this week was announced that Devil May Cry Four Remastered is coming out. So that's four. Um, we also had that Batman Duo Pack, which is two remasters. It's a uh, Batman Arkham City and Batman Arkham Asylum. Asylum. And which one? Asylum. Arkham, Arkham Asylum. Asylum. Now, now those aren't confirmed, but uh, I, you basically could say they're going to be out. So that's uh, we're up to six. And, that's, and that's, um, uh, go sorry, ahead. Sorry to interrupt you, but this, this just sounds stupid. Why would you release it? Not only that, but why would you release it during Christmas? They're talking about releasing during Christmas, rumored wise. Why would you? Release well, it here's my biggest issue with it. Why, why don't you just do all three then? Exactly. Why? Why are we missing out on Origins? Because well, Origins was a different company. Well, yeah, but yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, like it, here's my thing: if you're gonna release the a two pack, release the trilogy, and then drop them all for fifty. Like uh, that, I mean, like if if you gave me three games for fifty, it, that's that's making the well, pot a little question. sweeter. Who's gonna really want to buy those if they're already playing Arkham Knight? Well, I mean, I'm pretty I, sure I, everyone's I, pl- played the other games. Go ahead, Chris. I mean, I'd pl- I'd play it again just to go through the story again from all three games but like if it or origins came out if i'll play all through all four i mean I, I don't see why not that's what i'm saying i th- I, th- I think people would i think people still play origins that's why i don't i don't, I don't see why yeah. i don't really see why they would they leave it out just rock steady doing it so yeah, yeah i mean i can see that too but um okay so um some other news some there was some mortal Kombat news i see yeah, about the um about the whole entire combat yep detailed there's that uh so yep. i mean now obviously it's so so what what's the details man Voorhees. you got predator anya who's an old time character and that was she was from mortal Kombat 4 um She's returning, and then you got Tremor. Tremor was a ninja that's, you know, he was a tan ninja like Sub-Zero and Scorpion and Reptile and all them. Um, he was actually originally in Mortal Kombat Special Forces, I believe it was called. It was a PlayStation 1 game. Not saying it was a good game, but he was in there. And um, and I know he was actually playable in the Vita version of Mortal Kombat. Uh, you know, Mortal Kombat 9. Um, it, it, there was a special bonus challenge tower that he was actually playable in. So that'll be very interesting to get him um, as an actual true playable character again. So, and then of course... Okay, ahead. I just have one problem with everything. With the whole combat pack of what you just named, how is it being day one DLC is ridiculous. Uh, well, I heard, yeah, I, I understand that. I, I guess, what is it? Is it Jason that's going to be day one? No, all four of them you just named is going to be all going to be day one because that I actually I didn't read that. I, so I, I think I, I think that's way, what it is. I think either way, all four of them I agree. No, I believe you're right, Chris. Saying that it is a bit ridiculous. Why should we have to pay extra for characters that are going to be released the same day as the game? Now, if it's going to be a month later, I can understand that. That's fine. Whatever. I mean, that's. It's like destiny yeah. all over again. It's like, oh, it's already there. <laughs> it's already there. Yeah, it, it sounds like it is already yeah. there. They're just trying I, to get more money. I from don't them. agree yeah. with that method because um, before the podcast, we were act- I was actually talking about it, and I was saying I, I think they should give uh, players a month at least because they're, you're going to sit there and jump in, and people are going to be like, oh, man. Who do I play as? Uh, Predator, Jason. You know, they're going to run right into those. I think they should have given them the chance to learn all the new characters and the old characters with all the styles for at least a month and then start bringing in the other characters. Because Mm -hmm. if you give... Okay, if you give everybody at once... Okay, it's like, give a little kid his dinner and his dessert. What's he going to eat first? You know what I mean? So, exactly. The dessert. Give them everything (laughs) Because then, once that's done, people are... only the die-hard fans will keep playing it, but after you've given them everything there is to offer on Mortal Kombat X, people are going to die off and stop playing it. That's how I feel. 
But if you keep them mm -hmm. wanting more, and you give them one character this month, and then two weeks later you're going to get another character, you know? If you do it in that fashion, it keeps people wanting to keep up their, their game plan, you know, and keep them up and on top of it, trying to, oh man, I can't wait, this Tuesday here hits, man, I can't wait, you know? And But now it just it, mm -hmm. yeah, it gets rid of the whole entire excitement of waiting for that. I mean, I even thought the. Oh, go ahead. No, sorry. sorry, sorry. I just like it reminds me of how when Mortal Kombat Nine came out. You remember like how when Freddy got announced, when all these characters got announced, they're, they're going to be DLC for it. I mean, I can see around like when we were working at GameStop, and we were just like, "Oh my God, really? That's awesome! Can't wait! Can't wait! Can't wait!" Now it's just like, "Okay, that's cool." Well, even with that though, they weren't that's even day fun. one on Mortal Kombat <laughs> Nine. They they were actually spread out over time. They should have been. Yeah. I thought that if they do day one, personally, they could have done it in a way where you have to beat the game to unlock one. And then use that character to beat the game again to get the other one, if they want to do it that way. Well, yeah, they, Otherwise, they, they should have spread it out. That way, people have to work for it, and they, they have to learn the characters before they're just rewarded I, I extra you characters. Um, you know what I mean? Go back to the old method. Because, I, I will be honest, this actually will be kind of a yeah. bash towards season passes and i apologize to any developers that really feel strongly about them but when i was growing up if you're wanting to get that extra character you had to work to unlock that character there was no such thing as dlc yeah i, I to beat the damn game because you know how hard i worked to unlock that special character yeah. in this game or unlock that special level or whatever it was more of a, an accomplishment, not, oh, well, here, I got money. Give it to me now, you know? Mm -hmm. And it, it also dictated, too, where friends would go to play the games because they were like, oh, man, well, he's got all the characters exactly. unlocked. Let's go play at his house. You know what I mean? It's kind of it's, fun. It's, it was a social thing yeah, as well, the too. Thing like, is, well, I want to unlock still had, you know? They had the option to pay for it. It was called a Game Shark or a Game Genie. You still yeah. had that option. It was just all bundled yep. into like a little cartridge or a, a memory card. So it was still available. It was just you buy it once and that's mm -hmm. it. And it's for like multiple games, not just one game. But that, that, that could be a whole other podcast on about ranting on. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, yeah. I'd honestly, Warner Brothers, just lie to me. Tell me it's not ready yet and give it to me a month later. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd feel better about yeah. myself then. <laughs> Just, just don't tell me it's ready for day one. Just be like, oh, no, it's not going to be ready. We're, we're hard at work on it. Because here's, know, here's my thing. The launch is coming up. Like with Mortal Kombat, they released Mortal Kombat. Then they released Mortal Kombat Complete Edition later. So you're telling me that you're going to release Mortal Kombat X with all the DLC on day one. And then let me guess, a month or two later, you're going to release Mortal Kombat X Complete Edition? Is that what's going to happen? It's already going to be done? Like More that likely. right there would just, it would just make, it would just make mm -hmm. you want to wait for the Complete Edition. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. what they did with the Injustice, so, I mean, true. <laughs> it's probably more likely going to happen. Yeah, it's true. So, uh, what what else? We got some other news um, in the form of um, Dragon Age Inquisition. What, what, oh, what did they DLC. announce today? It's called uh, Jaws of um, Hack-On or Hacken. It's actually, it's, it's available today um, for Xbox One and PC only. PS4 will actually be a little bit later on, so that's um yeah right. You gotta wait. To burn. I guess there's exclusivity there, so Bioware has to hold hands with somebody, I guess. But either way, um the game's already a huge game, mm -hmm. and they're adding all this extra DLC, so that's cool. It is fifteen dollars though, so it's a bit of a steep price for it. I'm just, it's not bad because that's I'm not sure bad the though. It's pretty lengthy. So it's probably not just like, oh, I could beat it yeah. in two, three hours. It's probably a good 15-hour gameplay. So. It's probably more lengthy than any it's, other Call of Duty yeah, it's expansion not just pack that there's, comes there's out. Probably, so, there's I mean. probably going to be like, you know, uh, uh, more levels to run through. There's more. Probably, there's, I think there's a new dragon. You know, there's a bunch of different things that, that are going to be added to it. So, you know, it, it'll definitely be worth the 15 bucks if you're a die-hard Dragon Age fan. Yeah. yeah, and th and we'll finish up with the uh, the worst news of the week, and that's that Splatoon will have no voice chat. 
<laughs> well, I expected that to happen, obviously. Yeah, I expected it too, but, you know, in the back of my mind, I was hoping Nintendo would actually do something right uh, pertaining to online gaming, and they dropped the ball yet again. Does that surprise yeah, you? That's not a, su- that's not a surprise Not, not really. It like... doesn't surprise me. It just disappoints me. Because at the gaming conferences, there wasn't any indication or inkling of having that, and the way they were testing it was all in physical groups and just doing regular chat stuff so you, you know you know like when like you know like when you're talking to your parents and like the last thing you want them to tell you is that like you disappointed them like you don't care if you yes. you don't care if they tell you like <laughs> like you're a piece of trash and you know you're you're a piece of crap yeah. you don't care about that but you're you know when they look at you and they're like that. they're like you know your dad walks up to chris he's like chris you know what you, I'm not mad at you. You just really disappointed me. It's like it, it's it like that. So it's much. like that kind of thing with like the Nintendo. You're like, come on. Like, <laughs> yeah. And and that's what it. That's like this. It's like Nintendo. It's like Nintendo. I'm not mad at you. Yeah. You, you just really disappointed me. Mm-hmm. They disgusted you. That sounds like more of a disgust than anything. No, it's 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 it, no, it's disappointment. It's definitely disappointment. You look up to them. You want to. You want them to put out good stuff, and then when they dis- because, I mean, they don't. It's just it's because this game is, is focused so on more. full competitive online gameplay. And if it's full online competitive, how can you be competitive well, if you can't even talk a team? We're gonna have to Skype. You could say that about Mario Kart as well, too. People, but like Mario Kart's really like single player competitive, completely different. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just saying, like that would be cool when they have voice chat on as well. Well, it well, technically it does. does. Not, just not during. That technically does exactly. too. Just not during the games. Well, yeah, you. I think it's better during games. And, I, I'm so, not arguing that fact. <laughs> I, I agree with you, but but I feel like in Splatoon, it's more of a necessity than it is a, a something that's they nice. They want you to focus on the gamepad. They want you to you look know? at the overhead view of the map on the gamepad while you're playing to. When I did talk to somebody about that, they did say something. They said, you don't need to communicate because no matter what you do, the goal is to win. So everybody's going to want to win. And they're going yeah, to do like, whatever hey, it takes Anthony, to win. Go to the left side. I'm going to go to wow. the right side. I'm going to cover this area over here. They're like, all right, man, cool, cool, cool. Hey, are you going to run another in the center? Yeah, I got this side over here. Instead of everyone running blindlessly, you're like, you're like oh, my gosh. Where, oh, my gosh. You're over here already? Oh, I better go yeah. to the other side. You know, it, that's the whole thing. Exactly. Everybody's going to be like, oh, yeah, that's what's going to happen. This one corner is going to be all orange. <laughs> hey, guys, this is an orange corner. And, you know, and it's because, like, four guys are in that one area. So, it... well, that, that that won't happen on Game Gravy because we'll be on PS4 oh, exactly. Game Chat. So it's okay. And that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> it's either going to be Skype or PS4. And since yeah, I don't want to. That's sad, though, when you have to do that. I, you mean, know what I mean, we did it's it with WoW. Like... So, I mean, why not? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's true. We split work. through our Xbox 360. <laughs> Actually, that is that true. Was, what game yeah. was it? There was another game. Uh, was it on? Was it on PlayStation 3 or something? We ended up doing game chat on Xbox 360 just so we could all talk. Well, yeah, we always did. Yeah, because yeah. we'd we'd have Xbox. Xbox was way way easier to chat, so we'd put a party yeah, group right. on Xbox and then it's switch so over ridiculous. to <laughs> when you have to do that, that means someone's doing like the Hashtag whatever system is doing something wrong. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know, man. I I I think that no matter what, Nintendo really needs to get on the ball with with online voice chat. That's it's it's beyond ridiculous agree, where they're at right now. Because even Monster it. Hunter should have had online voice Agreed. chat. That was one of my negatives in the game. I think that game, like, could highly benefit from having voice chat, even if. That you know what's funny about that game is like I feel like that's a game where that's even more of a necessity of voice chat than Splatoon because that game it, you basically it, it's weird because like some people get it, some people don't get it. I'm probably one of I'll, I'll admit it. I'm in one of the the fields that I don't get it. And Jeff could take me on as an apprentice, but you know what? We can't communicate, so it's like it's impossible for him to tell me what to exactly, do cause I, without I, I being able to communicate. The only way you can communicate is through preset commands yeah. that you hit, and you can customize them. But you can only customize them before the actual quest, and that's what. 
That's why we didn't play it on the Wii, because we didn't know what the heck yeah. we were doing. There was voice and chat on the Wii, actually. No, yeah, but it didn't but work well. No, it didn't. I, I think it would have benefited so well in this game, because there's so much you could do. Like, hey, man, I, I, I got to back off. I got to sharpen my weapon. Okay, well, I'm going to set the trap over here. It sounds good. You know, so then everyone knows, like, if you're working as a team, it would be so much more efficient. And I don't know. That's my biggest complaint with that game. Other than that, though, I think the game's fantastic. Because <laughs> even the... Even the Vita has voice yeah, chat. Yeah, un- unfortunately. Even when I played Mortal Kombat online on the Vita, I heard some mom yelling at her son because he was in there playing against me. She's like, I told you to clean your room. And I'm just like, oh, man, I didn't know there was voice chat on this. Because <laughs> I didn't even. Ha- it did. <laughs> but I bet you that made your day. Not only did I wreck him. He <laughs> <laughs> did you wreck oh. it, Ralph? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Nice. Where'd I don't Chris think go? there's much in the else. I'm right here. There's not any more oh. news, really, is there? Oh, I didn't really see any. There's, there's yeah. not. Um, is this going to be our last Please, podcast for the, the month, or is Wednesday. that next week's? Oh man, I was going to say we could talk about the games we're looking forward to for uh, for April, but uh, yeah, that'll be next week's podcast. We'll be talking about that. I mean, there's only like Mortal Kombat coming out next week, next month, isn't it? There's Xenoblade Chronicles 3D for yeah. the 3DS. Oh. oh, yeah. And there's Affordable Space Adventures for the Wii U, which actually looks really good. Don't know about the name Affordable, though, considering it's a $20 price tag. But um, yeah. Yeah, to each their own. That's true. I, I don't know. I think 20 is high for, on the high side for an indie game. But it Only looks amazing, so. actually. Yep. Nope. Did you guys play any Mario Party this weekend? Ooh, I played some Mario Party, and it was fun. You, I won both games. You forced your family to play, or did you wind up playing with yourself, or did you force someone to play with? Nope, you? I played with Leah and okay. her sister. And well, that's why you won. Come on, and I played, that really and, that and hard. Pete, Pete was there too. Really? Again? Still? Was the I mean, come on. <laughs> Nah, I'm sorry, Pete. <laughs> well, I I don't know. He was working. He came right after work, so I I don't know what on time would have been. But um, yeah, you know. Uh, well, you, it, just because the opponents I chose was to boost my ego doesn't mean anything. But um, I mean, I mean what? Go ahead. Have a, have a WrestleMania Mario party. You, you heard me. Well, I would, but I'm going over to Jimmy's for WrestleMania. Oh, never mind then. <laughs> yeah. You have the WWE Network, don't you? No. <laughs> Why on, not? Brother. It's $10 a month. You bro, can cancel any time. Bro, I don't do that kind of stuff. You don't do that kind of stuff? Okay. You know well, what I do. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> you know what I do. <laughs> I'm not going to say what? it on here. <laughs> Chris King Video Library? Absolutely. <laughs> well, dude, don't for 10 bucks. You guys lost me. For 10 bucks, I, I wouldn't even do what you do because it doesn't he, he, come he, in he, as he good. trying to beat the order. <laughs> Uh, uh, he's, he won't even put that yeah. crap in there anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's just but, a, it's on a bookcase, just collecting dust. But yeah, we'll have to have a Mario party soon, Chris. We shall. Since so the other since away. the other guys want to live so far away. So far I'm gonna fly away. down in April, and we're gonna Mario party it up, dude. Bring it on! I'll have Smash Brothers ready to whoop you in that too, and I'll have we'll to... record some music. We'll play some Mario Party. We'll do it all. It sounds good. Or you can wait till Splatoon's out so we could actually talk to each other while we're playing it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but wait, Omar. is there going to be co-op locally? I mean, uh, uh, Who even knows, man? Well, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's one thing Nintendo always has in their games. They always have uh, offline co-op. You would think. You would think. Watch, they're going to be like, Yeah, oh, that'll no be the one game locally. where they don't have couch co-op. <laughs> the one. There's no couch co-op. What? <laughs> oh, that's awful. We want you to constantly be confused while playing this game. <laughs> oh, what I I, have... I did see a release date for Yoshi's Woolly World. I, I seen in June. That's kind of exciting, actually. Nice. I'm actually pretty stoked for that. That and Dude, so funny that Batman. That video you posted. Yeah. Hey Chris, that video you take uh, a push posted, three weeks. It was so funny when he was like, "Where is he?" I was like, "Oh my gosh, is that Christian yeah. Bale?" <laughs> 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 oh, I have some news also on uh, Puzzles and Dragons, since I know you guys enjoyed that at um, 
PAX East. Yeah. It, yeah. They announced it's only going to be twenty nine ninety nine. Ooh. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and that's I'll that's for both games too. Yeah, because it's two games in yeah. one. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I think I mean that concludes everything. But uh, the one thing I wanted to say is I saw a trailer on Facebook today for Super Troopers Two, and it's going to be. That's awesome. not even real. It's not real. <laughs> Dude, Mike, yeah, it's it Mike, is real. No, it's not, they're it's not um real they're funding never gonna it right win. now. That's they're, not real. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> 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 um. Yeah, man. Go check it out. It's they're funding it for their uh their Kickstarter because the fans got to pay for it and they're gonna make it. I mean, it's gonna be in it like being that Power Rangers video. Like, oh, it's got to be so. No. <laughs> I mean, that Power Rangers video was pretty awesome, but. Uh, but yeah, no. This is this is legit. Do you watch Flash? So uh, I do. Did you watch last week's Flash? No, I. Did oh not. my oh god! god. <laughs> Talk about it so much. What is your problem? Well, I was out. I was in Austin last week in Texas. So Austin, I am trying not to die on the airplane. So oh yeah, Mike had a had a flight scare. Yeah, uh, the engine on the right wing blew up, and the debris hit the plane and went underneath it, and we had to turn around and go back and make an emergency landing. Uh, after about thirty minutes of flying oh, in the air, it was scary. The people were freaking out. Yeah, wow. Michael almost died. Uh, I almost died. I almost I felt like I was gonna die. I was like, man, this is crazy. Um, I would have poured out. There, a, I would have poured out some were, wine for people you. People were calling their wives and their families and everything. It was serious. It wasn't a it wasn't a joke. But um, you know, we we landed safely. You know, it was a little rough, but whatever. Um, and we made it. And Delta's like, sorry, we messed up. We're giving you flight miles. You know, and I'm like, thanks. And they gave us a free hotel for the night because then we weren't gonna get. Yeah, you, you had to calm your day. nerves. No way. After all that. You know, because we did the whole, yeah, we, we, seriously, we we did the whole circle, dumping fuel. Um, you know, we we were preparing for an inevitable landing. We weren't sure if it's going to be a crash landing or not, man, that's and crazy, it wasn't. Man. You know, thank God, and that was it. <laughs> your work. So I never want to experience that again in my life. I, I don't like I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, uh... <laughs> make, make work was there. My boss was on the plane, and two of the other people that I work with was there as well. Make good so. use of those uh, air miles. Come visit. Yes, I will. That's what I'm going to be doing. I'm using that for Florida. Yes. (laughs) Free flight. You can't do that. It doesn't work that way. (laughs) Only if your mom makes me some of her enchiladas. Uh, Why? I'd rather your mom make them. They're better. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, we're done. (laughs) This is still being recorded. I thought we stopped that back, you know, a long time ago. But, you know. <laughs> I'll <laughs> At least never it's not stop. my mom. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, this is uh, Michael, Anthony, Jeff, and Chris signing off from GameRat.com. Peace. Later. <laughs>